Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Somehow I Father. I am your host, Gabriel Perez, and if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, I am a husband, a father of three kids, an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a ten-month-old. I partner with my wife in homeschooling our kid pre-COVID-19. And um, in this week's episode, we are going to talk about seeing yourself in your children. And uh, if you're new, this uh, podcast comes on every Monday. Uh, Episodes are there by 6 a.m. And so with that, let's get rolling into this week's episode. So I was kind of, I actually didn't even come up with this topic until like 20 minutes ago. And, you know, I had a different topic to talk about and it's just interesting to see how, how things are playing out in this podcast because, you know, I've, when I first started, I had huge list of ideas and every time I was going out running, I'm coming up with a new idea, coming up with this. And then as I'm going along in this journey, I'm like, the ideas just stop coming. And I don't know if I got just caught up in everything that's going on in this world and all this kind of craziness, but um, it just started to slow down for me. And so at some point, I think I talked, I talked about it yeah, last week. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to continue. But I made a commitment to 52 weeks. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish my 52 weeks and then reevaluate from there. But also, it's, it's those guys who are listening week in and week out. Um, thank you. I just want to say thank you. I think I said all that to just say thank you because I, I look at it. I'm like, man, there's actually some people who listen to this podcast and it may not be a lot, but it's a lot to me, and it means a lot. So I thank you guys, and I hope you're still getting value that you keep you keep listening, but I appreciate you all. So to this week's subject, it was, um, and it's something that I've noticed a lot, and it's seen my, my, some of my biggest flaws, I guess, magnified in my children. Because I think as adults, we all have different things we go through. Um, but then when you see in your children, and you're like, wow, that is, it's hard to get, sometimes it's hard to get upset at them because I'm like, I'm getting upset at myself. Like these are, these are things that are, that I do probably in my heart on a regular basis that I struggle with. And I'm here telling my children not to do these things. Like, why are you thinking that way? Why are you acting that way? And I think it's the beauty of being a parent is that um, you really get a better view of 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 love and unconditional love and also understanding of, of yourself sometimes because you get to see emotions in the raw physical form because kids, they don't really, they don't hold back. If they're feeling something, they're going to tell you. And we've grown up so much in a culture, well, it's not the culture, it's just you grow up and you learn to adapt your feelings. So some sometimes for me, I just process them on the inside. And even though I may be thinking these things, I'm not showing it on the outward. And and that can be a problem because you're, for me, I feel like I'm always hiding. Like, ugh, this is, if they only knew what went on in my head. But, you know, with kids, it's just right there. And I think it's also um, a good depiction of, the father's love you know that he can look at us and see us how we are and love us and he knows our 
imperfections. He knows our struggles and and just like we want the best for our kids, like so does the Lord. But he doesn't hang over, you know, this uh this resentment or, or he doesn't get angry about it or he doesn't scold us. He's just there to help us learn and grow and he lets us see these things unfold. You know, it's like being able to you know, it's like I think my wife told me the other day, like, um, I'm just scolding my son, but I'm not being empathetic with him. And having empathy is is the way she described it was uh, if someone's in a hole, you would say, here's a ladder. Come on out. You're giving them a solution. But empathy is getting in the hole with them and climbing out with them, being there with them. And so, so often I, I find myself scolding and not being empathetic to how my uh, children's emotions are or what they, they think. I'm just like, this is what you need to think because this is the right answer. And I think like any kid, they just, yeah, dad, okay. You know, I think so often as, as when I was a child or a teenager or whatever, you just blow off. You know any kind of wisdom that people give you for the most part, because you're not seeing it as wisdom because it's not speaking to your level. And so, one of my children, they, uh, they, they can have innate selfishness, and it's not like me, me, my, mine, mine, but it's like just thinking of their needs and and things that they want. Or if we're having a conversation, the conversation, it's just it's the child. Uh, I'm I'm trying to speak to where I'm not personally identifying each child. Like if they listen when they're older and they're like, hey, he's talking about me, they'll get it. But I'm trying not to use their names for every situation because uh, my wife told me that like you're you're putting your kids on blast and that's their story. And how do you do you know if they even want their story to be told in that light or, you know, how how they feel. So I'm working on trying to to best do this without saying names um and it was funny i kind of was like well then i how, how am i supposed to podcast how am i supposed to be upfront and real but then there's another podcast that i listened to dad tired and literally it was like the next week this episode he was like yeah i'm not going to use names anymore because i just realized that like my kids are going to hear this on their wedding day and they're like well your, your child really had some issues or something like that so he stopped using names and i was like man that was the reason he was using names so i didn't think it was a big deal but you know, sure enough, he's seen it. And just as my wife had seen it. So she's right, like 90% of the time. So bear with me as I try to to plan out this way of explaining. One of my children, so it's that their, their selfish thinking is that like, if we're having a conversation, instead of listening to what we're saying, they're thinking, okay, what I want to say this, I want to say this. And so they're just bypassing whatever we say just so they can say what they want to say. You know, or it's getting so deep into what you're doing that they don't realize like danger or, or the, the, con- the, the hurt that they could be putting to others. Like, oh, like this was ruined for me. And this is how it affected me and now my day is bad. And, and I think so much of, sometimes I see that selfishness in myself and it's something that like... Like, it's something that I struggle with, I think, because so often I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to do this, and but I'll do it. Or, you know, what, what, 
this is going to, what about me? Like, I, I don't want this or that, you know, I don't know specific situations, but those, that thought process comes into my head quite a bit. But more often than not, you know, obviously I won't say anything. You just go through with it. But it's like that hidden emotion, that hidden selfishness, like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Or, oh, this is going to affect me this way. So I don't want to, I guess I could, you could say I'm kind of the person that just doesn't want to be disrupted in the, in my situation. So it could be very selfish because, you know, people may need help. And the thing is, is I'll probably help them. I'll just, in silence, like, I don't want to do this, but you know, that's just, that's just the inner selfishness. And so sometimes when I'm having to talk to my children about that, it's like, man, I'm like talking to myself right now. If some situation I had gone through through that day where I was kind of being selfish, it's just like, ah, I hear that. Or like, sometimes I just want to do nothing and not have to answer to anyone. Like there are days when it's just like, you know what? I just want to like shut my brain off and play games and you guys just do what you guys do. <laughs> and I feel bad about that. And, and you know, we, yet last week I talked about self-care. And there is, a, there is you know, sometimes, yeah, you got to take that self-care. But then sometimes you're just being selfish. So it is a fine line, man. And it's, it's, it's a fine line because you can never know when you cross over to the other side. It's so easy to cross from one side to the other. So one of the other things I see in my, my children is... Um, is the, 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 you know, whenever, um, when child gets upset, like they hide and it's, it's, we have to go out there and, and bring, bring them back. We have to pursue their, their wounded heart. And, um, that is something like, it's very uncomfortable for me to do. Cause I'm not used to that, to do, to doing something like that. But then when I look at it, I'm like, I think inside sometimes that's how I act with my emotions is when I feel um, and I'm reading a book that is pretty uh, annoying because it's speaking to me, but it's causing me to unpack some things that I don't really want to unpack, but I need to unpack. And I don't want to say the title because if I tell you the title right now, I plan on getting into it, but if I tell you it now, it's just going to unravel and, and I, I won't be on topic. So talking about emotions, um, you know, like sometimes you, you can feel an emotion and as men, it's just like, well, you know what? Let me just disregard that and, and pack it in and just move forward. And in a sense, you're hiding those emotions and you're waiting. But, you know, secretly you want someone to be like, hey, are you okay? Is, is, you know, is something going on? Can I help you? I think that's how anyone feels. I mean, especially if you're going through some hurtful emotions or some, some stuff that's just like starting to eat away inside of you where you don't want to bring it up, but you're hoping someone come, you know, or I'm hoping my wife maybe would be like, hey, are you okay? I see this is going on. And so I see that when, you know, she hot on when they hide and I'm like, that, that is a, you know, I'm just an adult version of that. You know, I'm obviously not just going to go in a corner and be like, ah, but I'm doing that emotionally. I'm doing that inside. I'm going in a corner in my heart and just leaving it there. 
and not not willing what not willing to deal with it, not willing to own it, and not really not willing to talk about it, but hoping someone will help me talk about it and approach me about it. But the reality is, is I've hidden it. So it's like no one is gonna talk to me about it because it's hidden. I've put it there for a reason. And so I'm seeing that. I'm like, man, I I gotta own up to that even more. I gotta pursue even more. I gotta be very mindful about these things and and that is the beauty of the lord because he gives you these insights just by by being a parent you you start to see things differently that if i wasn't a parent i wouldn't have gone through these emotions i wouldn't have had to really go through these emotions probably but when you're dealing with raw emotion in children um, it definitely brings it out brings it out of me I mean that's for sure and like that's that's why I've started this whole podcast is because there's so many emotions and so many things in this journey that have caused me to unpack my my baggage and, and help me learn more about myself and I think that is an amazing thing because otherwise it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened you know I would just be going on and so the last child that I have uh and and you know very raw emotion because um the baby <laughs> so but i think what the what i was reading in this book too is the one emotion that babies feel is is abandonment and it's it's like in the rawest form and it's whether it's like you know if they're not getting their food they're feeling abandoned if if they're not getting held, they're feeling abandoned. If they're left in a, like the crib after they've been taking a nap and they wake up and no one's there and they start crying, it's like it's an abandonment feeling. It's like the center of everything. And I think, man, that's like, that's heavy because they're saying that the weight of that feeling can carry into your childhood, your adult, and you start comparing certain things to that feeling of abandonment. Like, oh, if if I made a mistake, I got in trouble, and then, you know, my parents did, like, turn their back on me. You know, I'm trying to just think of an example, but, you know, it was like a fear, like, oh, if I did this, I got abandoned. And so you, you start operating out of a fear of abandonment, like, I don't want to make a mistake because then I'm going to be abandoned. And that's really not the reality of things. People just don't abandon you like that. But, I mean, there are there are definitely times when you children are abandoned or teenagers are abandoned because uh maybe the parents feel like it's it's like a hopeless cause or whatnot but that is the root of of pain for a lot of people and so it made me think of i didn't think about it like that i never thought of the fear of abandonment as something that um that i could have but it's it's like the rawest form of emotion and now so when i look at my my little baby it's like i see it i can see where he is now like sometimes he's just walking he wants us to hold him and i'll hold him and then he'll want to go down or he'll want to do something else and then the second i put him down because it doesn't look like he wants to be held he's crying because you know he just wants he's feeling like oh he left me the second i want it yeah he finally picked me up but then i want to do this and then he puts me down and leaves me and, I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, man, make a choice. You want to be held or do you want to do something? But 
he's a baby. <laughs> like, he's, he's, you know, it's like, squirrel, you know, it doesn't take much to catch his attention, but it doesn't take away that he wants to be held, that he wants to, you know, he wants me to, to hold him and to, that he doesn't feel alone, he doesn't feel left. And, and so, man, I, it's like in so many ways I can see where I, that would spark an outrage in him. It will spark, uh, you know, a little receptor and it's, and you're not going to obviously shield your children from that all the time because it's like, yes, I mean, you know, you can't hold your child 24 hours a day. You can't, can't constantly be, you know, picking over out of fear that they'll have abandoned because, you know, everyone's going to experience it, and that's okay to experience it. Like, it's not a bad thing where it's like, it's unhealthy if they fear abandonment once because it's, no, I mean, we obviously learn and we adapt, but it's not staying there. It's not letting that evolve to an unhealthy place. And I think so much in me, like, if I'm to, I think that would probably be a root of a lot of emotional baggage that maybe I go through. Like, I, I think I've built up walls to where, like, oh, if people perceive me in a certain light, then they're not going to want to be my friend. Or, you know, if they really know who I am, they're not going to want to be, you know, uh, a connection with me or they're not going to want to, you know, whatever, friend, family, you know, they're going to think ill of me. And so I think that is the struggle is is operating out of people for the operating out of operating for the approval of people and i think that's what fear of abandonment leads to it makes you think like i have to do this otherwise they'll abandon me and the truth is people love you for who you are because of who you are not because you're some perfect person who has no issues i mean I was saying that people relate actually better to the people who have issues than the people who don't have issues. And for for this podcast, that was a big step for me because I had to just sit here and be like, you know what, I'm going to be straight up forward in my podcast. I want to be. Sometimes, you know, my wife's like, you don't need to be that honest because there's some things that are for us. And and I'm working on that because I know when I started, everyone was like, and I started talking about my my struggles with being a father and how I felt like I was failing in certain areas. And a lot of people took it like I was being hard on myself. And they're like, you're a good father. And that's you're not a failure or anything like that. But it's that's not the, that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is I'm struggling here. And I don't want you guys to perceive me as like that perfect father. I want to be honest in what I'm struggling with. So it's like, because it, it became a burden to feel like I have to do this so they can see me as a perfect father. They can see me as a good, well-intentioned dad when, in fact, I'm just struggling to keep it together. And I'm learning emotion. Like, they're not seeing that. They're not seeing that on my Instagram. They're not seeing that on my Facebook or whatever. And, and I'm sure, certainly not talking about it until, until now, until I started this podcast. But it, it's actually a bit of freedom, to be honest, and just share that, like, hey, I'm struggling. And so I hope that makes sense to you guys. I hope you can draw something from that to maybe reflect on on something that you may see in your children that you may be harping on them, but maybe it's something that's also a reflection of something you're going through. And I'm sure it's different for everybody. We're all different. We all got different molds. We all got different uh, things that we struggle with. But um, it, it also gives me compassion to talk to my children because it's like, you know what? 
it's like the Lord saying, hey, you're going to point that finger at him. But, you know, be careful when you point that finger because it's going to come right back at you. And so what it brings down, what it brings me to is, is I got to have empathy. I got to sit there and say, you know what? I know you're feeling that way, and you, but I feel that way too. I get that way too. And, and I understand. You know, and then maybe we can both climb out of this hole together and, and work on it. And, you know, I don't think I've said it to him that way or said it to my children in that way. So as I'm saying this now, like, I obviously have to apply that because I, I that just is like, whoa, that is what I need to do. And that's not what I'm doing. So, hey, therefore, therefore, that's the hey, therefore, that doesn't even make sense. Anyways, yeah, I think I got to land the ship because I'm about really close to just going on to a rambling note. And um, I think I've said what I needed to say. This is the way. So, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you all. I have an Instagram, somehow underscore, I underscore father. Uh, I'm not really posting on there. But, you know, if, if there's guys that want to reach out, guys that want to pack things, uh, honestly, that is the heart of why I started this. Not just so I can talk to myself, but it is helping by talking to myself. So, um, if you guys want to email me, father.up7 at gmail.com. I just came to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't like pushing myself on Instagram. I don't like selling myself. I don't want to sell the podcast. Like, say la, say la. Whatever will be, will be is where I'm at right now. And I'm just going to be consistent in it. I'm going to keep it here. And whoever finds it, finds it. And it, then it's meant to be found. But... You know, maybe I'll do some posts. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I'm not a fan of that social media. Especially it's like, hey, look at me. This is my podcast. This is my, because I don't know. Chances are probably no one is actually going to listen to your podcast from the Instagram. If they find it, they're finding it because they're looking for content. But I don't think, I honestly don't think my Instagram brings new people unless there are other podcasters and they're wanting to support their pages as well. And that's cool too. It's just not for me. So, that went on for another minute. But that's it. I'm out. God bless, guys. Be safe out there. We'll talk next week.